you for tuning in to Jam Happy Hour, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music presented by Jam Sellers. We're going back to our show with the incredible singer-songwriter, Eric Dash. We chatted with Eric about songwriting, his music, and what he's got coming up. During this episode, we were sipping on delicious butter chardonnay. You can find butter and all of our easy-to-love wine over at jamsellers.com slash buy, where we also have our super handy wine finder. Just pop in your zip code and get a list of all the stores in your area that supply our wine. We also have a deal for all you jam fans that are tuning in for today's episode. Stock up on all of your favorite wines and have them shipped directly to your door at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more at our jam store. All you have to do is head over to jamsellers.com slash shop and enter code jamhappyhour at checkout. And shipping's on us. Without further ado, grab a glass, sit back, and get ready to jam out and wind down. This is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Sellers. Welcome to the Jam Happy Hour. I hope you are ready for a lovely hour of music, conversation, and just hanging out and getting to know each other a little bit better. This evening, we are going to be joined by Eric Dash, who is going to play some lovely music for us so we can get to know you a little bit better because you've got albums coming up. You've got things going on. Like, it's an exciting summer for you. Yeah, it's definitely keeping me busy. Thank you for having me. Busy is good. Busy is good. Well, we love to jump in right away and just kind of set the tone uh, musically. How would you like to kick off the Jam Happy Hour with us tonight? I'll start with a song that's not even released and it's coming soon. Ooh, I like new. What's it called? It's called Bystander. Lovely. Here's Bystander from Eric Dash. You could be a bystander in a hotel lobby Thinking that the world all around me is gone wrong You could paint a big picture of what you hoped existence Would turn into the instance you came along Baby, why you stake your happiness on the moon? What makes you think that when you get there, it won't just be a big balloon? I see you're scared again and the bags are packed to fly. Yeah, so you're off to back too. Oh, in my heart, it hurts for you. Cause there's no place that you found that you can hide. Yeah, and you scream and you dance and you go insane. So forget your love and drown the pain. And you fill with regret in your soul it saddens And then someone says, Mary, don't quit before the miracle happens And then you start again You could be a fair person with a strong conviction it's mistaken for addiction that doesn't make it true If the world is so against you And the mindset that it sent you You gotta change the way you frame it Cause that won't do Oh Mary, why do you stake your happiness on the moon? What makes you think that when you get there It won't just be a big balloon? You're scared again and your bags are packed to fly Oh, so you're off to Timbuktu Yeah, in my heart it hurts for you Cause there's
there's no place that you found you can hide. Someone says, Mary, don't you quit before the miracle happens, and then you start again. I'm just a simple kind of guy The kids are in my hands Oh, and you scream And you dance And you go insane And you ask the Lord Why it never came And you're so dizzy That your soul it saddens That someone says, Mary Don't quit before the miracle happens And then someone says, Mary Don't quit before the miracle happens And then you start again That's Bystander Bystander, which also happens to be the title of your first full-length album Yes, yes it is It's getting close, isn't it? It is, and this is the first show that I played in a really long time i've been like not i haven't been playing shows for like i don't even know six months plus okay so i'm so i'm like oh it feels good to play it's it's exciting to play this song so i haven't really played it for anybody and i'm also it's like oh it's nervous nerve-wracking to play this song so it feels feels good but it's just like okay like the good butterflies yeah yeah butterflies are here (laughs) uh that's fantastic well i mean was that on purpose did you kind of just like you know pull yourself in and just focus on the album which is soon to be released um yeah uh well first off it keeps it kept on getting pushed back because of like i'm just so particular about certain uh things um so i just went back and started tweaking more with the mixers and such um and yeah in that in that kind of space when i was like fiddling with the masters and the mixes and trying to get everything perfect and like keep on delaying and delaying mm-hmm. i kind of just didn't feel in the right place to be playing shows i just was not in the right headspace for that so i just started making new songs while I'm tweaking these and writing mm-hmm. a new new album and started new projects and i was doing um a couple projects for some other people so i kept myself busy um, uh, it sounds like it is multitasking kind of your way of life yeah, it's hard sometimes like to go so like one brain to the next brain. It's right. hard to like switch, you know, whether you're like being an artist and then you have to be a producer, which means that you have to stop. It's not about your art. It's about their their art, you know what I mean? Right. And, then, and then being a mixer, which is not really like it is like producing in some ways, but it's more just like sound quality and like. Oh, I nerd out so- on mixing. Science. I love yeah. it. All the yeah. programs. Yeah. Fan- yeah. Fantastic. So like. You, but you also could spend weeks on like one part of a song like yes you you talk about being kind of a perfectionist and kind of tweaking i mean do you ever fully get to that point where you just take a deep breath and kind of release it and be like that's the best that i can do let's print it and let's put it out i always do but at the same time like if i know that it can be better if i'm like not satisfied 
I will not compromise. I just will not. Just it's not in me. It's like if I say, hey, this is the best it's going to be, great. But if I think in my head, it's not the best it's going to be, then why am yeah. I throwing it out there? You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I've been in the weeds trying to figure out the reason why for certain things. I've learned a lot mm -hmm. over the past couple of years for doing that. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, there's always going to be something, you know. Haven't we all learned a lot in the last couple of years? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a lot to learn about. Well, you know, when it comes to music, you know, everything is up to interpretation. So, I mean, I can certainly understand, you know, where you want it to be its absolute best mm -hmm. uh, before you put it out into the world. But as soon as you do put it out into the world, it becomes something completely different. And how do you feel about that? Because it's not about what you make at that point. It's about what I hear and what I feel. That is true. I don't even I don't really feel much about it. I, hmm. you know, like, like, I never thought about that when I was making music. I never made music thinking like, how, how is how are people going to take this? You know, like what's mm -hmm. going to work? Because whenever I do that, I kind of lose my vision as to what I want. And then the song kind of goes in this place. And I'm like, I was never like, I was always confused. It was always confused. Mm -hmm. So like when it comes out in the world and I don't even know what to think about it. Like it's, I never really thought about that. I mean, it's, it's a great point. It's like, it's never really like, I don't know. Like, you know, my, my cousin called me, um, with his wife, I guess a couple of weeks ago. And he was mm -hmm. asking me about a song I released a while ago called Please Don't Be Far. And they were mm -hmm. asking about the meaning for the song. And I was like, I mean, I just said, it's pretty much about the lyrics. Like it's, it kind of says what it is. Right. And he was like, oh, I thought it was way deeper. And he went down this alley <laughs> of like metaphors and double entendres or whatever he was doing. And I was like, no, no, it's <laughs> I didn't really think about that, but you know, I'm glad you did. You know? But, but every, that's the thing, like it, Music, when you hear a song, it's a real, if you if it speaks to you, it speaks to you for you, for your right. life. You know what I mean? And, like, that's fantastic. It's, like, that's what's so special about music. You know what yeah. I mean? And I could never, all I can say about it, all I think about that, thinking about it from that angle, is it's the best thing ever. Because then people can relate to you. Even if they see it in a different way, they can, like, they you can still feel it. Yeah. The, feel, the feeling is still the same. It's like a kaleidoscope, you know, it will always change. It will always look different, you know, to everybody else, yeah. but you can enjoy it individually, but also like when you're playing it live, you can also enjoy it like, you know, as a group and collectively as well. And now that we're, you know, getting to enjoy you playing live mm. and maybe people are getting to know you a little bit better. Um, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Where, you know, musically, what was your like influence? Cause I know you started playing at a very early age. Well, I started writing at a very early age. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from New Jersey. Like single digits. Yes. Eight. I was eight. <laughs> Goodness. I'm from New Jersey. Okay. Uh, South Jersey, that is. I have to specify. There's it's like a difference. Outside of, well, outside of Philadelphia, it's kind of like North Korea, South Korea, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never really had a birth that way before, but that's okay. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people would love that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean. If you're listening along <laughs> and you're from Jersey, feel free to comment below. Exactly, I can't wait exactly, to read that. Like, exactly. If any, someone's going to be like from Paramus and be like, I highly disagree. <laughs> um, Do you think anyways, growing up there had an influence on your musical taste? You know, I, I really don't know. I definitely think geographically it has an influence. I just don't mm -hmm. know. Like, I think that a lot of it had to do with like my parents. I think a lot right. of it had, like, I remember I drove around in the car and my dad played and my mom played um, Cheryl Crow Tuesday Night Music Club. Wow. And, and they and they played, like my first concert was no doubt like the Spiderwebs time. Okay, you know? I was that's was a good one. Killer, you know. That's and, a good one. 
And so, like, I grew up, and my dad played guitar, and he loved Santana and that kind of stuff. But I never got mm. into Santana. I never, I, like, Santana's amazing. He's amazing. But it wasn't, like, the my... guitar skills alone. Yeah, but it wasn't my thing. But it's, like, yeah. you know, um, but he was incredible, you know. Mm. And um, so, like, we had different tastes, but he definitely was musical. And, yeah, it was, like, I guess that, that was a big thing for me. But I, I actually started... When I was eight and I started like writing parody songs and then I was like, like Weird Al kind of stuff. <laughs> I love I, it. That, you know, and then I went to uh, pop punk music mm. and I was doing like Blink-182 kind of bands and I was in a bunch of bands for that. Uh, and I just High energy. Blink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super high energy. The songs weren't that great. Let's let's be real. I was like great. 13. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> the bands were like 13, 14 gotcha. started there, you know. Uh, but like, it wasn't really about the songs as much as it was about the vibe of just like making noise and wearing high socks and pretending to skateboard, you know, like pretending to skateboard. <laughs> yeah. is, you know, that's kind of what it was, you know? And, uh, yeah. And then I, I guess it just like, it turned into the Counting Crows and it turned into John Mayer. It turned into Coldplay. Mm. And that's, that's the stuff that sticked for me, like stuck for me. Like it really, um, Pearl Jam, like, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And that's where you really kind of get into like the lyrics, the story, the feeling, you know, mm -hmm. of the songs. And I mean, I'm I love pop punk. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of times the feeling of that song, those songs are just like, ah, like you know, I just I want to feel something. I want to go. When you get into that Coldplay, Pearl Jam kind of arena, it still has the energy, but there really is like a vibe behind telling the story in the song and do you ever think of your songs as stories or all of them are stories that's what i, gotcha. I i'm always a story guy everything that i do is a story so that's like the singer songwriter in me and those guys are singer songwriters like like it's it's just is what it is like they're singer songwriters with with you know with uh you know rock guitars whereas like blink mm -hmm. 82 one of my favorite bands ever i love them like so many amazing licks and great great parts and just genius and but the story, it's not as much about, like, the story is, like, there, but, like, there are different kinds of stories. Like, aliens exist, you know, like, like, you know, there's... But now there's, they do. They so. do. He, 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 Tom DeLonge was right. You know what I mean? It's like... My God. Fantastic. <laughs> 2023, you know. But just different kind of stories, whereas, like, you don't have, like... But they also, like, I guess Chili Peppers sit in that realm, too. But, you know, like, they have, like, sort of psycho sexy, which is, like... right like terribly uh sexual in a fantastic way you know he's talking about having sex with a lady cop you know what i mean like it's it's, it's definitely telling a story yeah shit's not <laughs> happening like that today it's not no. it's they're trying way too hard with the with the bras and i don't even know what they're saying I well know. i love the fact that you, you you still think in that that story kind of mentality yeah of, I'm all you about know that. you know i and again we go back to that like you know what you write and what your story is you know i may interpret it completely differently but it is that kind of like shared existence between the music and speaking of the music i would love to jump back in on yeah. another song here in the jam happy hour what would you like to play for us next uh this is a song called jealousy it's my most recent release oh fantastic all right jealousy with eric dash here in the jam happy hour take it away friends love rumors and they spread do you trust every word oh 
Some of it's just rude They put a bounty on my head Now everywhere I walk I'm, I'm met with attitude All your judgment, all your lies And all your phony talk What has it done for you? I keep my head up As you pick apart the ones you call Your insecurities to view it's just jealousy you have What makes you tear down the heart of someone who hasn't done you bad Oh, it's just jealousy in you, yeah And it will only do you harm, I know Cause I used to have it too Oh, it's just that I love There aren't boundaries there and the stars They're not so far above So when I feel this city that I'm in I don't bear the need to stick around Like spaces window in I play the part sometimes And forget the man I want to be yeah. But that's something we all do If you're off track Blindly pointing at some faults you see Yeah, I know what you're going through Oh, it's just jealousy you have What makes you tear down the heart of someone who hasn't done you bad Oh, it's just jealousy you, yeah And it will only do you harm, I know Cause I used to have it too Oh, it's just in the jam happy hour uh, with Eric Dash. It's interesting because, you know, you talk about early musical influences being like punk and pop and then obviously growing, you know, into like a bigger kind of a space. But I, I'm hearing like some other kind of like sounds uh, in the music. Who are you kind of into nowadays? Who are you listening to? Well, uh, that song was like, I wanted the sounds like, um, you know that song, You Get What You Give? Yeah, from New Radicals. There you go. Love that song. I wanted, I wanted it to sound like Chili Peppers mixed with New Radicals, that one. Oh, that was, a, that was, I love that was like that. what I want. That's what I kind of wanted for that. 
like I'm somewhere in the in between. And I usually play a solo there, and I was thinking about it as a because I've been only playing an electric. <laughs> went, All right, I'll just like. I'll, I'll practice that next time. I'd That's agree, like fun... That Yeah, it'd be fun to do that and, like, and actually go after it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was like, that's what the idea was of it. And like, I remember playing it and it was just like, all the songs are just like band, the band in the studio. It's mm -hmm. not like, it, I didn't change anything. It's just like us playing, which is cool. And uh, it sounded so good at the band, but I was like, it needs the new radical sing. So if you go listen to the song, there's this piano that right comes now. in it. Oh, well, there's a piano that comes in, in the second verse and just like my buddy that's playing piano is so fantastic. He's awesome. Ugh. So good. And you just hear him just start rocking in the second chorus and it makes the song like that's the most special part about that song for me. That's really cool. And especially since like you can kind of think of the songs in like two different ways, whether it's like an acoustic stripped down version here with you, which is yeah. fantastic. Uh, yeah, but then also like with the full sound, the full band and how it can be like so different and, you know, yeah. so much more. But I love that New Radicals reference. Excellent. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you do get the new album out here, uh, again, it's coming up quick in the very near future. You said it had been pushed back a little bit, but when do you yeah, think Yeah, it keeps getting pushed. I think that, so f I just got back some some mixes that I really love, so I just need to have them recalled in the mastering process. So honestly, I, I'll finish up some records um, in the next week or two mm -hmm. and then just upload them and have them out in it two weeks after that. So like, I'll start the whole movement again, but I'm just going to shoot them out one after the other, like weekly or every two weeks for a little bit. And probably end of September, no, end of October, early November. That's the new date for the album because just like give it some time to grow. Yeah, I got to make it right. Uh, how do you mm -hmm. feel about the, the new way that we're doing music these days? The fact that you yourself can decide, okay, two weeks ago, I dropped a song. Here's another one. And you just boom, it's out there. Like you don't have to go through any kind of distribution or anything like, like it is in your hands 100%. There's, there's good and bad. I have a lot, you know, I've been doing this for long enough to have an, have a, have a lot of opinions about it, you know? <laughs> uh, and I've helped a lot of artists with like making the decision of how they're going to release too. It's like, so I've tried a lot of things. I've seen what, and everything works. That's the thing about it. Mm. Like, there's nothing that doesn't work and there's nothing that does work. Right. It's just like, the only thing that truly works is just continuing to put out music because that's how you get, you just got to feed the algorithm and that's just what it is. Um, yep. But it's interesting because like Spotify, even if you put a new, like a song out, like in a week later or two weeks later, Spotify doesn't allow you to promote it on their platform for their playlists hmm. within the month, within the month. Of so release. that's why people... Yeah, so that's why people like spread it out monthly because Spotify is like, no, you can only pitch to editorial playlists once a month. So it's kind of like, I feel like that's that's what that's what I believe it to be at least. Maybe maybe I'm mistaken. I about mean, that. isn't I it crazy we have to think in terms of the logarithm at this point though? It's like, especially yes. you know, being yes. in, in entertainment, being in media, like the like it changes so quickly. Um, mm -hmm. that what, like you said, what could be the way to do it a month ago is not the way to do it anymore. And right. you constantly have to stay on top of that. Do you have someone that kind of like feeds you that information? Because it is the wild west out there. It feels like. It is the wild west. That's exactly what it is. And do I have someone? No. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I, you know, it's, you know, it's, you have people that jump into the pure world, but I don't take that. It's like, if you're. 
Your team is different than someone that you're paying to promote you. Very good distinction. You know, so like, do you have, so I have people that I work with here and there. Yeah, of course, mm -hmm. because you have to pay for promotions like a company. If you create a product, you have to pay to market that product. Mm -hmm. or otherwise, it doesn't matter how good that product is, it's going to die. But like, <laughs> um, but with music, it's really hard because you pay people and they, they don't, they don't deliver on promotion a lot of the time. Right. Some people, some people crush it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a lot of companies that like charge out the wazoo and, and, and like sticky on the side. You have you know to be I mean? very like, uh, diligent. Whew, it's, it's rough. So like, <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I look at them as like, as like team members at, for a song or something, but I, I look to my friends that are like knowledgeable for people to, for advice, for like real stuff. You know what I mean? And then yeah. there's, and, but I don't want to like hit them up too much, you know, you don't want to like, you know, well, you, you do a lot of this pick, on your own too, bottles. though, you know, you can, you can, but no, like, you I'm doing specifically, a lot. like, yeah, you're multi hyphenated when it comes to this whole project. You know, I, yeah, you know, no matter what, everybody can get overloaded sometimes. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the best I can and I'm happy about it, yeah. you know? Uh, so like, uh, you know, I, I watch my, my, uh, my friends though that I'm like producing for and they're doing so much promotion and they're teaching me so much about like how much you have to promote and what it is. And I'm yeah. like, wow, like, I need to step it up, but I, but that's really how you learn. You gotta, you gotta watch other people do it and say, okay, that's, that's cool. Well, that's know? the beauty of collaboration. It's like, a, you know, it's a two-sided coin on one side, you know, you can help each other grow uh, sonically, but also on the flip side of that coin by collaborating, you can see how other people are working, what works for them, what doesn't work for them and being yes. able to learn off of each other on both sides, I think just makes, you know, collaboration a beautiful thing. Uh, if, if you could collaborate with one of your favorite artists, who would you love to jump in with? Um, I mean, it depends. Mm. Uh, first off, John Mayer is like my biggest yeah. up there just because okay. like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like he, I've, I've said this before to people, but like, I feel like I've learned just a lot just from learning his songs. Mm -hmm. And I just learned a lot from watching him play as like different things, like little things, like, you know, how he, like, you know, how the, literally the strap sits on them. Like, what's the most optimal way mm -hmm. for the for your standing position kind of thing? Like, little things. I'm wow. Like, what, like okay, what is, what is he doing that gets that performance out? You know, what are the little things? And you make all those little adjustments. And it's and it's the same thing that people, like, in sports teams do. They make all these little adjustments. And, mm -hmm. I, and I've watched him for the little adjustments. So, honestly, Repetition. if I could collaborate with him and learn from him in real time, that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But like the 1975, like fantastic. Lenny Wilson and Hardy. Oh, yeah. Come on. Awesome. You know, You're like, dropping great names. Like that's those are the kinds of people that I would want to collaborate with. Um, and uh, also, like I, I started another project, which I'm not even going to talk about really. But Don't you know, talk it's about a, it. It's a, it's, it's a dance record, dance project. That's but fun. it's not even, it's not, it's not, you know, my name for it, but it's, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna release it and see how it does but like for that i would definitely have some completely different people oh that yeah collaborate with. that would be like yeah. total other side of the spectrum oh yeah but still songs they're still i can't stop making songs, songs you but they're are still just like, like the multitasker you have always got like a thousand things going on it's a lot of things if given things. the choice <laughs> you know are you going to jump in 
and it's a tough question, and I'm sorry ahead of time. Are you going to, you know, jump in on your music, or are there days where you just want to jump in on somebody else's and have, like, a whole different perspective? Well, right it depends. Like, right now, I'm 100% my music. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finishing up something for someone else, but, like, I have no interest in taking on any more projects gotcha. for other people right now because it's, like, fully me. But there was a point where I was, like, I was in the middle of an album for one person, and I jumped to another album for a different person, and then it's, like, you're hopping in between. And, like, I was having so much fun making those albums for them. Right. And then I was, like, then, I'd like, a year or a year and a half goes by, and I'm, like, Oh, what about what about me? <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot about, about me. me? <laughs> yeah, I should do this for me, too. So I was like, OK, you know, what I mean, and it depends. It's like it comes in waves. Uh, I want to jump back to the beginning for a little bit, because I uh, your first project that you put out uh, in 2019. I'm curious. Was that pre pandemic? Was it as it was happening? Mm -hmm. So this was before. Was, mm -hmm, Great yeah. timing, Eric. <laughs> Fantastic. It was yeah, great, fantastic. I bet. Um, yeah. But it was cool. called Unspecified. And uh -huh. I kind of love I mean, what I read. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you kind of went with that because you didn't really know what the sound was going to be or, you know, yeah. you weren't sure. Exactly. So you just kind of went with whatever came. Exactly. I, I mean. That's kind of fearless. It, You know, there's something interesting about not knowing anything mm -hmm. and I still don't know anything but I know a little <laughs> bit more than I did in 2019 right so like it's like you know we're always learning and always growing and I can if someone comes into a session and says something I'm like oh, I don't know let's try it you don't know until you try it like I don't know mm -hmm. but I <laughs> but then at that point I I had never produced anything um, I was always just an artist. So I got my program, got my Pro Tools. Oh, your Pro Tools, a, your Adobe, what'd I you use? I got my Pro Tools, these <laughs> Pro Tools. I got an Avid HDX and I was like, okay, let me figure out how to do this. Let me make some sounds on my keyboard. Let me play my guitar. Isn't and that I just fun make some now? sounds. Yeah, I used way too many plugins. <laughs> I, I, You're talking I, my language now. Yeah, and just like made, and uh, and just, you know, I thank God had a great mixer. Mm -hmm. um, but it was there was a vibe about it, and just like I didn't know, I had no when I sent out the productions for mix, mm -hmm. I had no idea if it was going to come back good or not. Like I, my brain couldn't fathom whether it was going to be good or not. What I did was right or not. Right. Um, so when it came back, I was like, "Oh, this is cool. Was, you know, <laughs> I should do this again." Yeah, yeah this is not that bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was definitely a fun project and. And I think there's some freedom in not knowing. So, like, mm -hmm. I kind of want to get back. That's that's why I like the dance project right now. It's like this freedom in not it's, knowing. Yeah. But also, I'm so excited for this album to come out so people can see what I did with this, the band, which was, like, just a band in a room. And then I want to do another one. You know, like, it's... Always evolving, always changing. Yeah, yeah. So when you I go back like... and you play those songs from uh, Unspecified... Uh, do they feel different to you now? Have they kind of grown, you know, along with you for the last few years? Or I've always they been interested with feel that. Different. They absolutely feel different. Mm -hmm. and they have different meanings to me. I haven't played them in a while. Like, I talk is one that I want to get back to playing. If I could is a great song I would like to get back to playing. Mm -hmm. You know, Don't Take Time for Granted, it was always like a track kind of song. So I, I would have to approach that differently. Like, I haven't, I just think about it in a different kind of way now. Like, because I'm having so much fun just like, you know, I can sit here and play Jealousy all the way through and it sounds great by itself. Mm -hmm. You don't need anything. Whereas like some of those songs, you need the production because it's so pop and it's like about the production. Yeah. 
And, you know, it hasn't been my vibe to do that. But it'd be interesting to go back and, and redo the parts of the song to make it work for just this. So then it turns into a different thing. Well, from what I can tell about can... you, Eric Dash, is that you tend to enjoy a challenge. So when we circle <laughs> back around and we do this again, perhaps in person in Napa with Jam Sellers, I want some of that. That, that fresh new stuff. But in the meantime, uh, I would love that. I want to jump in on another song. We are halfway through RGM Happy Hour already. And cool. I know. We haven't, we cool. haven't had any wine. Yeah, we should do that. We can do that. We <laughs> we'll do prepare that for that. What would you like to play we for us next? next? We'll do a cover. Do a cover. Awesome. Uh, uh, I, I want to do a couple covers for you guys today. So this is like a, this is, this is a song that my father used to listen to mm. growing up, and I, I always associate it with like wine drinking and not schmoozing because schmoozing not is manipulative. Schmoozing. We, not schmoozing. That apparently. was an off-camera conversation, which we will circle back to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he loves Eric Clapton, oh, and yeah. this is Layla. Oh, Layla, beautiful. Thank you. 
make big, uh, bring back those uh, memories of dad playing. It does. And you being at his foot. Like, I'd like to do that one day. Kaya, you know? I haven't actually played that song in a very long time either. And I was, and, and this morning, I, when I was thinking about this, I was just like, I'm going to play my songs. And I was like, you know what? Layla just reminds me of drinking wine. So let me just like run mm-hmm. through Layla again. And I was like, this is so great. What a great song. And I'm sure it brings back great memories. I mean, I love how, you know, memories are attached to songs and, you know, it's like you can just go right back there. I was talking uh, with a friend of mine because I, I do uh, a couple of different formats in radio. We were playing uh, Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Mm. And I can still remember the very first time I heard it. And I have this whole memory in my brain. I'm like, I was at Christie's house. It was the boom box. It was the backyard. We were at the pool. And I, I wonder if that's actually real. So I called her. We're still friends. And I called her. I'm like, do you remember this? And she's like, absolutely, 100%, like like it was yesterday. So music has that incredible like pathway straight into your brain, uh, and it attaches to memories like that. What kind of memories are you hoping that people will be making to your music? That's, a, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I hope that people take road trips. People uh. take road trips, and they listen to my music on the road trip. Or they're on the plane and they're sitting on the plane and my record is the plane song. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's it's travel songs. Like, I want to be those yeah. songs. I want to be this song that, like, you know, you put your windows down and you're, and you're or you're staring up at the stars and, and you, you hear it like that. Like, it's not, obviously, it's not like going out, like, and drinking, getting all messed up and, like, trying to hook up with someone. Like, that's not, no. you know. You know, I'll put on Drake for that, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, right. and which is great, but it's a different it vibe. Works. It's a different vibe. Uh, yeah. It's very interesting that you say that because I, I actually have uh, two different playlists for my flights. Uh, uh, one of which is all John Mayer okay. and it's room for squares. It's yeah. slow dancing in a burning room. It's yeah. very just like, oh, yes. Oh, so yeah, totally. <laughs> so good. But you're right. It's a travel vibe. It's like you're you're kind of coming down from the crazy. You're setting yourself up for, you know, whatever's coming next. I will absolutely add that to my travel playlist. And, oh, and, and if you're listening and you're enjoying and you're you're liking the vibe, please go and search Eric Dash. You can find him through his socials, Facebook, YouTube, obviously whatever platform you listen to, whether it's iHeart or Spotify or there's others out there too. Just search and add because honestly, every little click and like really does go a long way in uh, sharing the music and sharing the art and, you know, spreading the word for, you know, like some some new up and coming artists uh, like yourself. So everybody feel free to share the love. Appreciate uh, it. We'll appreciate it. Now, I, I mean, I love diving in and just kind of going down a wormhole mm-hmm. of music. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to jump in and, and follow like go into Eric Dash and, and then it'll be like, oh, we recommend. It's like, OK, well, you know, and I think uh, I think people need to explore music a little bit more kind of in that way. Like, let's see what happens, what comes up in the logarithm. There's that damn word again. In the algorithm. You know, I I'll be to actually, I was thinking about something you said earlier. You were saying once the music's out, it goes out into mm-hmm. the ether. And I actually am like tweaking things to like re- replace the audio on these things. And when it does, I feel like everybody's going to really, they're going to they're gonna listen even more to the songs that are out now. They're going to be like, wow, this, is, this really is like, this really is the car. This really is the, and you know, because I, when I heard it on Spotify, I'm like, hey, I want to make some tweaks because this could be better in the car. 
That's what... <laughs> it's a whole different experience. I yeah. mean, it's one thing when you're listening, exactly. you know, in your ears and whether it's, you know, over the ear cans or in ear, like uh-huh. they're all different. Exactly. But there is something about, you know, in the car, yeah. windows down, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're feeling the bass differently. You're feeling the whole production uh, differently. Like totally. I always think of it in layers. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm, I'm slightly music nerdy like that. Like I like it to be multi-layered, mm-hmm. not the big room sound, but you know, like I want to hear my drums. I want to hear my guitars. I want to hear my vocals. And I of course always want to hear the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool that you think about it in, in a placement versus just anywhere. Yeah. I, I think about it in terms of space because I think uh, I actually think of the room as an instrument too. Like the room is like mm-hmm. one of the biggest instruments that's not used today, which is sad because I love the room. And I think and we it, all have our room set up. Your room sounds yeah. great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of like it's pretty balanced. It's a pretty balanced room. This is good for this. You can tell. You can tell. <laughs> um, when it comes to travel songs, By the way, I'm, and, gonna, I'm, gonna pop, uh, I'm gonna pop this open. Is you pop okay? your bottle I'm while pop, I talk. I'm gonna pop this bottle. Yeah. Are you <laughs> popping the red or the white? I think I'm going to go white first. Should I go red first? Oh, butter Chardonnay. It's a lovely choice. Okay. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to jump in with us, uh, we've got the uh, wine locator, which I used today to get some butter bubbles. It is a happy uh, Delivered hour. to my house. Fantastic. Um, but with all the new stuff that is coming up for you later on this year with the music, and obviously still tweaking, but eventually it will be out into the world. Uh, what... Will be coming up next for Eric Dash. Once that is there, are we thinking shows? Are we thinking support? Yeah. Um, Traveling. <laughs> what is honestly? There's a lot that's up for me, but I just don't know. It it depends. Everything depends. It's a really weird business. Like this is not a business where you can make a plan. There's no plan. I'm on the non-plan plan. You know and. <laughs> And, Teach me your ways. Yeah, and the non-plan <laughs> plan simply is this. I found someone that I really think they're great, and they're going to promote the music, mm-hmm. and they're going to do a great job. So there's well, that. Cheers to them. Cheers to them. Cheers um, to them. I'm going to get it out soon, and I can't wait for everybody to love it and hear it, and we're going to do a vinyl for it, so we're going to release a vinyl. Oh, It'll you know, fun. that leads me uh, to another question when it comes to music delivery these days. You know, I can remember being a kid and, you know, running to the store, grabbing vinyl and being so excited to take it back to my little single turntable in my room and just Mm -hmm. wearing it out. Then I remember CDs coming along. I mean, like thinking those were the coolest things in the world. And then I remember my first iPod. Mm -hmm. I still still have mine. I still have the first generation. I have it too. I just can't let it go. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there's some good music on there. A lot of no doubt. Uh, But um when it comes to delivery of music, do you think of it like, oh, this is going to be a vinyl or this is going to be a digital or it's just like, you know what, however it gets out, it doesn't matter to me that the vinyl scratch is just euphoric. But I think, that you know, it depends, you know, like it really, it really depends. I think vinyl, no matter what, is great. But I mm. think it it's um, if I did it again, which I'm going to, I would yeah. definitely do it differently. Um huh. And it's not because I don't love it. It's because um, when you think about like the medium for me, like I think about like the bands that I like to listen on vinyl and I like to think about the music mm-hmm. and it's very analog based. And there's a lot of analog that's about this record because it was done in an analog studio and it's all real instruments, but. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's burying the lead. Yeah. But at the same time, like a lot of the stuff that I love to listen to is like a lot of tape 
and it's mm -hmm. and it's mixed with a lot of analog gear and it's not all digital for that and i think about that kind of thing it's like okay well if i'm doing it again i just want to get weird with that process and i'm mean, going probably <laughs> i'll probably do it my do it myself that time because like i i, I know that if i'm going to go get down that alley and I, I don't know how many people are going to want to go down that alley with me of like Really getting. If you need somebody to cut and splice, yeah. I'm your girl. Okay, fantastic. So That's where I learned. I plan on just like getting a ton of outboard gear out here, and wow. a, a, few, a few like tape machines, and just and just going at it, and just pulling my hair out for as long as I can. You know what I mean? It'd be a very interesting process. I think after yeah. you know, as as much of a perfectionist as you are, I think yeah. after a few retakes, you'd be like, all right, let's just go to digital. Let's yeah. just pull out the pro tools. You know, I'm I'm definitely. Uh, stubborn. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You're like, I'm determined to make this work. Yeah. I think first of all, I think digital is amazing, by the way. I don't, I yeah. actually love digital. It's not that it's like, it's just that I love analog too. And I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like there's things that digital does and it's a tool. It's a tool. An analog is a tool, but we forgot about one of those tools. And yeah. that's what I want to bring back. It's like, it's not about like not doing digital because digital is fantastic. It's not right. Like, it's more along the lines of like, hey, I can have is... all of your music in a heartbeat. Yeah. Right here. Right. It's for more, that reason. It's more like this is cool, too. Let's find what's cool there and let's find what's cool here and do a little bit together instead of just being like, we're just going to go here. You know what I mean? And I think that's right. important for vinyl. I think that's important for those records, because if you listen to like Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour on vinyl, that thing oh, yeah. sounds fantastic. And Sean Everett was the mixer on it and mm -hmm. he was not there's no way he was fully in the box he was definitely doing some weird stuff with tape and <laughs> like, no, no way you can hear it well he just, he's like a mad scientist you should see this like you can check out like he's on mix with the masters and you can see his studio mm -hmm. it's wild it's wild there's so many different things to, to learn and see and learn from in this crazy industry mm -hmm. uh, that you knew from a very early age that you wanted to be a part of. And, you know, here we are uh, with uh, Bystander in the very near future. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we love that you're here in the Jam Happy Hour playing music for us. I'd love to jump in on another song. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Will it be an original or a cover? What are you feeling, I'll do Eric one Dash? More, I'll do one more cover for you because you mentioned that you have a John Mayer playlist. I do. So, so I'm going to do a John Mayer cover for you. I'm Maybe a happy girl. Just for you. Just for you, Thank Jenna. you. <laughs> Thank you. Eric Dash in the Jam Happy Hour. Well, Olivia's taken, but a book like hers can be found from time to time. Yeah, well, Olivia's taken, yeah. But a book like hers can be found from time to time. Uh. I'm thinking something like Olivia is what I need to find. There's only one man in this world who gets to sleep with her by his side, yeah. There's only one man in this world Gets to sleep with her by his side, yeah. I'm thinking something like Olivia is what I need to find. Well, 
That's a good one. That's kind of a deep cut. Born and raised, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. <sighs> so song. good. Your guitar skills are like really on point. And that's something oh, that takes you. a lot of practice. How many hours are you playing each day? I mean, not as much these days. <laughs> <laughs> Too much mixing and producing. But even uh-huh. offline before we jumped on uh, here live, like even just talking, like you can't not play like well yeah so i'm like this it's like it's like the fidget spinner in your hand it's like it, you know right it's not you know it's yeah yeah i used to play so much and i still i play a bunch i haven't played acoustic in a while because like i've been having so much fun playing electric and doing mm-hmm. different songs like playing a show next week and we're doing um some lenny kravitz tunes and different things mm. like that and it's so much more fun to play like those tunes because on electric just so it's also a very like Acoustic guitar is very, it's a different instrument than electric guitar. Right. You know, it's a bigger neck and it's harder to play and such. So, like, I'm used to, like, just being super chill right now. Uh, so, it's, it's definitely... It's I'm like working like, out a muscle. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, I should... <laughs> I mean, I, I should have practiced acoustic for this instead of just playing my electric. But but at the same time, you know, now I'm like, okay, I want to get back to acoustic. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's... Uh, I've been playing a long time. I didn't yeah. start playing like really until like I was in my twenties, uh, because well, yeah, because you said you started off writing and yeah. then you know doing more of that. But at what point? I mean, I know your dad played guitar. Yeah. At well, what point were you like, I'm going to try this? So like, Blink One Eighty Two is just three chords. Yeah. Very Green Day. You know, it's also. just it's just like all that palm muting stuff, and and you can do palm that muting. pop punk stuff, you know, <laughs> and it was so simple. And I, and I just thought to myself growing up, I don't need to learn how to play guitar, really. You just, like, write with basic chords, and I like writing, and that's what it was. It wasn't until, like, John Mayer, and then I found Steve Ray Vaughan. Steve Ray Vaughan oh, and Hendrix, wow. that was everything for me. So I went down, like, a that rabbit hole for a long time, and I'm still in mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I never got out of that. I love Stevie Ray and, and, and all oh, of that. So that's such a talent. So, yeah, fantastic. They're really wonderful. Um, so, you know... I did that for a long time, and then I kind of, you know, you, I, you know, you lose a little bit if you don't practice, obviously. So sure, you, you, it's a push and pull. You know, you produce for someone, you don't play as much for a few months, and you come back, and it's like, okay, let me get back for a few months, and then so you go, you know, let me mix an album. It's, it's, it's hard. So it's right now, it's hard. 
to keep up with it um because you have to you know live and buy groceries all that's all that kind of all stuff. that too but at yeah. what point did you realize that you were really good at it oh thank you i don't i still don't think i'm really good at it <laughs> i think you're really good at it oh uh, thank you appreciate it it's been a, a a beautiful hour of music and also conversation got a little bit of time left but cool. uh i know i would love to jump in on one more song if you got one for us yes i do um is this the new one no, well, it's another new one. You mean no? We can do another new one. Let's do another new one. That's not. Um, this is called Lord from Last Time. Perfect. Thank you. Chivalry ain't dead Oh, I beg to differ, yeah An illusion in your head It's meant to get you through the night Oh, if I'm a betting man I'm proud to be the loser, I won't make you feel Like you are lost and I'm alive You want someone to rip you down I don't know why you want Someone to treat you bad I'm not that guy You want someone to keep you up At 4am Won't be home till God knows when and why won't you? Why won't you learn from last time? Learn from last time. What you want Some loving arms For just a moment So I will sway you Back and forth I'll touch your hands And kiss your skin Yeah, we drive right through the night Just to spend some more time Sweet, as now my heart is caving in. You want someone to rip you down? I don't know why you want someone to treat you bad. I'm not that guy. You want someone to keep you up at 4 a.m. You won't be home till God knows when. Last time Why 
It's to yourself, is that why you go to church so much? To rid your soul of what you do? What makes you think a little prayer will be enough? The change has to come from inside of you. You want someone, yeah, to rip you down. tell you that's one of those songs that as we were talking about before that's going to hit me a lot different than it hits you Mm -hmm. and that is the beauty of your music I think it absolutely cuts through and uh, I am a fan of Learn From Last Time when is that little baby going to be out in the world that's one of the songs that I just tweaked right now because I just wanted it to be like perfect it's like it's one of my favorite songs on the record so that's going to be out soon too Uh, the first one that's coming out there's I'm between a, a few of them, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, one of them is very Coldplay influenced. One of them is very Dave Matthews influenced. And, and the other one is very Pearl Jam influenced. And I'm like, which one do I go with? And I'm, like, happy about That's it. That's tough. You know, and, but, like, uh, they're obviously all me. You know, like, I say that, and yeah. it's like, you know, it sounds like me. But at the same time, it's like, you're going to hear it, and you'd be like, oh, I, he was listening to Sparks, probably. It doesn't sound mm. like, it doesn't sound like, it's not like it. It just sounds like that feeling, you know? It's just that. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it's just that feeling. <laughs> um, so. But it's still very uniquely you. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and I've really appreciated getting to know you and your music better. I'm excited for uh, all of this that's about to be out in the world for you, single-wise, album-wise. Uh, we'd love to have you come back around once everything's out into the world and uh, just kind of discuss what that feels like. But in the meantime, the best way to follow you is uh, jumping onto the playlist and making sure that we're following on all the platforms. And uh, we here at Jam Sellers will absolutely be watching uh, Eric Dash for more in the very near future. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Cheers to you, by the way. Thank you, Jenna. Absolutely beautiful performance. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Cheers to you for having me. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jam Seller. Anytime. Good night. Good night.